Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 319 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 today and our focus is on other people. How do we help those who are going through trials, troubles, and terrors? So thanks for listening. Our goal is to get you and those you know and as many people as possible involved in daily Bible hearing, listening, thinking, obeying, and following, and ultimately sharing with other people. So we are focused on the Word of God. We read it every day. We discuss it every day. We have a website. It's Bible2021.com. Bible2021.com. You can contact us there, and every episode of the podcast has its own blog post with a full transcript. So check that out, Bible2021.com. Short but meaty chapter today. As we discussed earlier, Paul and Silas planted a church at Thessalonica and stayed there for less than a month before a riot by the Jewish citizens there drove them out. And apparently, as of the writing of 1 Thessalonians, Paul and Silas had not been able to return and check on the church in person. And yet, somehow, some way, by the grace of God and the keeping power of the Holy Spirit, the church was still going strong and was actually in impacting the entire region with the good news of Jesus. Unfortunately, however, they had been going through a series of unspecified troubles and afflictions, and Paul was very worried that these would be sufficient to knock them off course, that Satan would use these afflictions to cause them to abandon their faith or at least shake them up severely. So Paul, in the face of that concern, sends one of his most valuable team members, Timothy, to go and check on the church in person and encourage them. We read about it in verses 2 through 4. Paul says, We sent Timothy our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith, so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions. For you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. In fact, when we were with you, we told you in advance that we were going to experience affliction, and as you know, it happened. So I find verse 4 pretty interesting. Even though Paul was only with this nascent church for a few weeks, one of the things that he told them was that afflictions and troubles were certain. They were coming. They were predestined. They were designed by God. That truth is Christianity 101, the very basic of the basics. And yet many churches and preachers and best-selling Christian books skirt around this truth or nearly deny it, which has caused generations of those raised in Christian homes and churches to be surprised and shook more by trials than they really should be. The Thessalonians, however, were not undone by these trials, as we will see when we keep reading. Verse 6 says, But now Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news about your faith and love. He reported that you always have good memories of us and that you long to see us as we also long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and affliction, we were encouraged about you through your faith. So the Thessalonians, despite the afflictions that both they and Paul and Silas were going through, they were standing firm, which is great news. But Beyond a great testimony of God's faithfulness, I think we can take this short little chapter and learn a lot about how to help others when they are going through difficulties, trials, troubles, and problems. So let's read the chapter in full, and then we're going to see Paul's blueprint. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. 
Therefore, when we could no longer stand it, we thought it was better to be left alone in Athens, and we sent Timothy, our brother and God's co-worker in the gospel of Christ, to strengthen and encourage you concerning your faith, so that no one will be shaken by these afflictions, for you yourselves know that we are appointed to this. In fact, when we were with you, we told you in advance that we were going to experience affliction, and as you know, it happened. For this reason... When I could no longer stand it, I also sent him to find out about your faith, fearing that the tempter had tempted you and that our labor might be for nothing. But now... Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news about your faith and love. He reported that you always have good memories of us and you long to see us as we also long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and affliction... We were encouraged about you through your faith, for now we live, if you stand firm in the Lord. How can we thank God for you in return for all the joy we experienced before our God because of you, as we pray very earnestly night and day to see you face to face and to complete what is lacking in your faith? Now, may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you, and may the Lord cause you to increase and overflow with love for one another and for everyone, just as we do for you. May he make your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Amen. So I see four steps in here, at least, that help those who are going through hard times, fake, shakingly hard times. Number one, Paul was aware. He wasn't self-focused. He was others-focused, and therefore his great concern was squarely on the Thessalonian church and their difficulties. This is pretty crucial to helping others. If we are too inwardly focused, you know, too busy looking out for number one, then we will likely be utterly oblivious when others are going through trials. And I'm reminded of our command in Philippians 2 verse 3 to, in humility, consider or count others more significant than yourselves. Okay, number two in the blueprint to helping people going through trials, Paul sent somebody to help. When people are in trouble, like people, when they're going through the tough times, nothing is better than your physical presence. Now, Paul was obviously in some sort of situation where he himself could not come, so he sent one of his most trusted partners. Our physical presence helps when somebody is going through the ringer. We don't always have to have the perfect words to say. It's not that our words are going to make things better, but just being there communicates love and care a lot. Number three, as a leader and teacher, Paul had prepared these new Christians with the right biblical understanding that in this world we will have tribulation, but Jesus has overcome the world, as we see in John 16, 33. They were not surprised by the fiery trial that 1 Peter 4, 12 tells us not to be surprised by, because Paul and Silas had properly taught them the truth that trials and troubles are inevitable and often bring good results, even though they are painful and difficult to go through. Finally, number four, Paul and Silas were praying night and day for the Thessalonians. Now, not just a little prayer, not just cursory prayer, but we get the idea that they were praying with intensity and frequency from verse 10, where Paul says, as we pray very earnestly night and day to see you face to face to complete what is lacking in your faith. And of course, we also see this persistent prayer pattern in 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 2, where Paul says, we always thank God for all of you, making mention of you 
constantly in our prayers. So this means that the Thessalonians did not stand in their own power and knowledge. They were strengthened and undergirded by the supernatural power of God in response to the frequent and persistent prayers of Paul. As James 5, 6 reminds us, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. God hears and answers prayers like these, and they avail or accomplish a great deal. So in summation, to help others when they are going through great difficulty, we must care and be observant, focused on their needs more than our own. We should be there or send somebody to help in person. A nice text is heartwarming for a moment, but nothing speaks volumes like your presence. Third, as ministers of God, we should prepare those we teach or mentor that troubles are unavoidable and that God is indeed working all things together, even our trials and maybe especially our trials, for our good in his glory, so says Romans 8.28. Finally, we must do more than lip service prayer for those enmeshed in troubles. We must keep them constantly in front of the throne of grace by our prayers and petitions, and in this way, our God might use us to greatly benefit those who are suffering. Well, let's close out with our Bible memory passage for the month of November. We're almost halfway through. It is John 14, verse 6. Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Amen. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.